Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. What time is it? We will throw out all kinds of sports topics. The moment Delonte West banged LeBron's mom, LeBron had every right to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, that's horrible. Political views. If we get rid of abortion in the United States, what happens when Bethlehem Roethlisberger is uh, holding <laughs> down some chick and gets her pregnant and she can't get rid of the baby? <laughs> Is that your best? Random rants and stuff. Are you supposed to record podcasts over? I'm your huckleberry. I do drugs all my life. My life will be shorter. Oh, Peyton Manning breaks his fucking arm. <laughs> there isn't many things much better than sitting back, drinking, talking sports, getting ready for Sunday Night Football, where I believe we have tonight the Vikings and the Niners, I believe, is getting ready to get kickoff. As we get ready for football, we can talk some shit, get drunk, look for hookers and blow and be okay. <laughs> we love hookers and blow. Love hookers and blow. I love hookers. You do? I love They had that question to me the other night that, that said, hey, serious question, you ever been with a hooker? I was like, no, I definitely have not ever been with a hooker. I couldn't pay for sex. Was the follow-up question, do you want to? <laughs> no. <laughs> question. The follow-up thing was, good. <laughs> So, okay. Oh, it was a lady friend asking, huh? Yes. Okay, I got you. Yes. Appro- appropriate answer, regardless of what the truth is. Yeah, and that's the truth. I just, I, one, I, there's times I guess I thought about it, but I could never bring myself to pay for sex. So should I say hi to Jen? Because like, I know she's probably in the room. <laughs> no, no, she's not. <laughs> no, she's probably not listening either. After <laughs> Probably prompt a few other questions. Holy shit. Um, anyway, so... Scotty's working again, uh, so we got, fuck it, we're just getting drunk. Wood's been drinking since 2.30, so what's up, Wood? What it is, brother. I got to tell you, I love hookers and blow also, but I would like to take this time to thank all the hookers who appreciate and support Boob Awareness Month. It is Boob Awareness Month here at Sports Our Way. We stare because we care. We- hey, Wood, who's, who's the show brought to us by? <laughs> No one. <laughs> we got to find that sponsor. We do. I don't care if it's Dallas. Let's find one. <laughs> we'll find one. We'll definitely find one. I mean, like, literally, I've been thinking about that a lot. Maybe we can... I, I got I to gotta be honest with you guys, though. Like, the more and more I think about being sponsored by someone, specifically for Boob Awareness Month, the more I'm a little upset about it. Because at the end of the day, I really enjoy saying brought to you by... No one. Maybe we can find like the no one uh like company to is, yeah, I was gonna say, is there such a brand? Um, there might be. We'll have to Google that shit. And end it with bitch, like, you know, how we <laughs> earlier. That's the best way to finish a sentence every time. Uh, okay, so <laughs> we had a, a mini co host there for a minute, bro. What happened? Ah oh, man, I had to go throw him at mom again. Throw him uh, here, catch. Yeah, man, he's, he's, he was wearing Superman two days ago or yesterday. So I thought that was such a pimp pick, bro. Yeah, bro, I mean, he had the socks with the uh, Superman on top, so he had to be like dad, you know, Superman permanently on my foot, though. Yeah, so. true. Like yeah man, uh, I, I think 
you know, and every dad probably thinks this, but he, he's more and more amazing to me every single day. Yeah. Spent seven and a half hours in the car today, and he slept all but one hour. Really? Yeah, man. And we we and that's not his normal sleep cycle, but I just found the miracle tool, which is that car uh, has just enough road noise to put him asleep every single time. So. So they say about kids, man. You take them in the car for a ride, they'll knock the fuck out. Yeah, but they usually mean like a half hour, go take them on a ride around the block. Sure, that'll put them to sleep, yeah. (laughs) Not seven and a half hours, and it's a comfortable car seat. Uh, We made sure we got them one with with padded behind, but man, oh man, that's got to be rough on a kid, but he he handled it like a champ. Like a champ, like super fucking man rolling through here. Um, Wood, you want to get housekeeping going, bro? Well, I mean, if you'd like me to, I can. So if anyone wants to call in this evening, hit us up on the show. You know, talk about life, love, happiness, uh, the and weather, sports. Maybe some sports. We haven't had a call for a while. I'm a little frustrated and upset. You know, uh, I feel like people forget the number, so I'm going to try to remind people. If you want to call us at six four six three seven eight zero seven nine three, give us a call again six four six three seven eight zero seven nine three. If you want to send us a, a little bit of a love on Twitter, you can do that. You can find Gov at Governor underscore Bain. You can find my man Chaos at F in Chaos. Uh, Snowflake, although he's not with us this evening, he does, in fact, have Twitter. You can reach him at Kendall Scott. You can find myself, Hollywood, at SOW Hollywood. And, of course, the show at Sports the Letter R Way blog. Just in case you weren't listening, Chaos, 646-378-0793. All right, and this show will be dedicated to, um, what did we call him last week? I totally forgot the name. Hair Pie. Hair Pie. <laughs> that kid, the Hair Pie. He's working hard tonight, working all night, so he's got big things he's doing, so hopefully there'll be no snowflakes in the Hair Pie, but uh, hopefully we'll get him on on Thursday. Um Fuck it, let's get it started. This is another public service announcement. <laughs> you just tell me that eating pussy is going to give me cancer? Yep. Oh, good. God is going to be my DMAS. But as they say in the U.S. Navy, there is no wrong hole. No! Getting a little strange on daytime TV. You are broke back, Jack. I'm your huckleberry. Also DMAS. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. All right, it's been a couple of weeks since we did a DMA, or a couple of shows, I should say, since we did DMAF. We're just kind of trying things out a little bit differently, and not that we are trying to get rid of that or anything, because it really does seem to be one of the best, you know, parts of the show, just the guys like it, you guys like it, and it just kind of brings an awareness to shit that's going on in the world. So I figured I would go here, and this isn't an individual person. This is just something to me that just needs to scream out and need to be talked about as DMAF. Um, everybody, if you don't know, you're a fucking moron, but if you don't know all the shit that's been going on in Syria, you need to look it up, and they had about 1,300 people, um, that were killed, pretty much, uh, death toll is up to about 1,300, when, um, the, uh, the government pretty much, um, forced, uh, the, the government forces, uh, threw out, like, a nuke, some sort of, uh, gassed hundreds of people uh, last Wednesday by firing rockets that released uh, uh, fumes over like uh, uh, like uh, rebel suburbs. 
But they did this like at about two or three o'clock in the morning when people are sleeping, women, children, and this is the, I, the what I what I don't get. I guess it's it's one you know I don't, I don't understand the whole concept behind it. But when you get into things like third world countries and you get into things like I don't understand where people just totally stop valuing life in general. Where there's kids who are like four, five, six, seven years old probably wearing their little Superman underoos like little Gov was wearing as he's crashing in there. And they're launching rockets and, and, and just pretty much creating, I mean, some sort of almost Holocaust in their own fucking country. And this, they, they said this is probably the biggest uh, incident since Saddam Hussein. Um, it hasn't happened before. Hopefully it won't happen again. And when, well, I'm sure it'll happen again. Who the hell am I kidding? But like when, when like, the four of us who are always on this show and the callers who call on the show, like we're really not as much without each other. And to think that there's other people out there who are just sleeping, like if, if God's crashing his bed, I just can't imagine if this happened to them. And I, I don't really know these people. I would say I, I haven't lost much sleep over it, but the more I think about it, that it could happen to any of us at any time, because in these countries, this is something that's like, okay and all right to do. And that people are just kind of, you know, used to it, I suppose, and that the, the government's a part of it. And we sit here and complain every day about how good or bad Obama is doing and how George Bush is the biggest piece of shit. He's been a DMF 45 times, but never once can I remember that he's launched rockets. Now, he may have knocked, he had a, a conspiracy to knock a couple of towers down and shit like that. So we can totally prove it. Who knows? But it's kind of my thought. I, I just, I don't get where people stop caring about people. Uh, I don't, and, and and I know it's a vague DMAF, but I think there's just, like, if you guys don't know what's going on over there, you you got to take a look, because no matter how bad we have it over here, it's never as bad as it is in other places, and we talk sports, and we grab our dicks, and we say hookers and blow all the time, even though, I don't know if one of us have done speed in our entire lives, oh yeah, maybe a couple times for me, um, but, and I don't think any of us have been with a hooker, so, but it's still part of the fun and part of the, the aura of the show. The one thing that we definitely don't do is we don't fuck around. We we you know we'll fight for equality. We'll fight for you know people getting you know, their fair share. Share, and we're not going to fucking torch anybody's house while they're still sleeping in it. And you guys just you just got to be aware of what's going on out there. So not a total DMF. I just I just want people to be aware of what the fuck's happening. So that's that's all I had, I guess. And bro, you can layer about three more people on on top of the on that DMF, which is just a. Uh the Syrian regime that's uh, doing all this. Because they're, of course, denying that they had any piece of it. But, you know, 3,600 people showed up with uh, uh, symptoms of neurotoxic shock. And then, of course, you know, 10% of that 3,600 have died uh, from, you know, obviously exposure. And then we've got the the Lebanese government sitting there going, if the U.S. uh, tries to intervene, uh, there will be dangerous consequences. It'll bring chaos, and the re- uh, the region of the area will burn. Like so, they're going to get involved. Uh, and then you got Cameron from the UK and uh, Obama, uh, who threatened a serious response. I'm like, just fucking say it. You know, we're going to make your country a parking lot. We're going to pull people out, and we're just going to leave you in it and just bomb the shit out of you. Uh, because if this is how you're going to treat the people of your own country, uh, you know, we're going to get involved to protect them. You know, and I don't love it, you know, because we're constantly the ones that have to 
uh, spin the cheddar to do it, but at the same time, I, I'm willing to pay taxes uh, so we can save other people, especially when we talk about civilian innocent lives. Yeah, I'll pay those taxes any day of the week over building the Colts fucking stadium. Hey, hey, hey. Just saying. Building a Colts stadium brings you enjoyment, bro. Brings you enjoyment. I could give a fuck. Yeah, but you enjoy the games that are played when they cover the spread. They could, they could play them on fucking Tech Mobile for all I care about. But if they cover the spread, you'll enjoy it. On Tech Mobile, it's cool, too. I know. You know, what's fucked up about all this silliness is... is I know that, uh, I don't remember if it was yesterday or the day before, CNN reported that that they had made the agreement that they were going to allow inspectors to come in to investigate weapons of mass disruption and uh, chemical warfare and things of that nature. But at the end of the day, you know, I think you're absolutely right. Like, if, if, it's, if it's a situation where you're using chemical warfare on your own people, whether you want to call yourselves rebels or, or whatever. Like, you know, sometimes us, the the proverbial uh, us as, as Americans, like, absolutely we should pay taxes. And absolutely, you know, countries should sometimes be leveled. And, you know, you, you talk about collateral damage and you get the, well, what about the people that are that are just innocent bystanders and things like that. Like, you know, we're in such a such a position as a society and technology is today that that we have the technology at our disposal to ensure that lim- limited casualties happen to eradicate silly fucks for uh you know, things like this. So so, you know, I, I think it's a great DMAF I think it, it's definitely one of those DMAFs where it's not something that's mainstream media, which is a disappointment right now. When you think of some of the shit that we have to read about with, uh, you know, the Kardashians and all the other bullshit that goes on. <laughs> but uh, they're terrorists, too. <laughs> they are terrorists. But, like, for real, you know, go online and Google Syria and you'll get about 1,500 different things that pop up in the news. Uh, specifically around what's going on out there, and, and you know, chemical weapons is, is a, a very real threat to the United States uh, when you can see it happening in, in countries like Syria. So, hey, here's something linked to it before we get into sports. Okay. Uh, and this is it's a question, and it's going to be obviously just initial response by you guys and what you feel about it. Uh, so Al Jazeera, uh, which is the you know the main news station in the Middle East uh, is going to launch an Al Jazeera U.S. channel. So, one, what's your thoughts on that? And then, two, how edited do you think it's going to be playing on our airwaves? My first thought is I wonder if there's going to be some subtitles. That would be funny. Um, I think it'll be very – everything's filtered. I, I think it'll be, it'll be extremely filtered. Uh, I, I, think, I, I think they'll be talking about the Kardashians. <laughs> I second that. Yeah. And 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 you know what? People they will watch it because Kim's got big booty and big tits and whatever. But it won't. Well, yeah. It won't be hard hitting. Think about it though. God forbid that that channel be unedited in broadcast, and and there be something that causes Americans to start to believe something that has to do with terroristic thoughts or, you know, 
you, you hear too often Western influence where Western culture and Western civilization has an influence of of the, uh, you know, I'm going with this from, from a concept of quote-unquote old thought processes when you go to Middle East and things of that nature. Like, a lot of these things are dictated by uh, Western influence. Uh, to have Eastern culture things roll over in, in, into the United States unedited and someone, you know, as influential as Americans are in today's world, like, next thing you know, shit's blowing up worse than it should be. Yeah, I mean, I don't want Al Jazeera to be the uh, big Batman light in the sky for any of those fanatics that live in the United States that would, uh, you know, uh, Al Jazeera puts out a big announcement or puts out a code word, and the next thing you know, we've got uh, Homeland Terror. But at the same time, I also don't want it to be the Catch-22 beacon for, uh, you know, those same fanatics that may uh, live here uh, and truly believe, like, oh, yeah, see, the American government's filtering us and uh, and, and they're trying to change the tune on our own channel, uh, you know, and give them more reason to uh, hate or fight us. Gov, you know, Click and I, or Wood and I, are definitely aren't, aren't uh, the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet, but I wouldn't say we're as well-rounded on a lot of things as you are. What do you think the news would look like if it wasn't filtered? Well, I mean, look at MSNBC versus Fox News, and yeah. it's two totally different messages now. So right. I, I couldn't give you a, an exact of what the filtering would look like. But when I think about what Al Jazeera and it, and I've watched that channel, uh, oh, yeah. you know, not not the U.S. version, just the standard version, and uh, they are a little bit more hard hitting in terms of facts, and maybe not uh, not necessarily. Uh, pushing it one way, you know, to the right or to the left, as we may determine it here in the United States. But at the same time, there's some things that Americans would not want to hear, uh, you know, and and that's their version of not their version of the truth, but their version of what the facts of the situation are. Uh, but Al Jazeera is also the ones that usually put out, uh, you know, live pictures of uh, people that just got their leg blown off in the middle of the street. Middle East, uh, and they don't filter that at all. Uh, and then usually the news, the news, the live person at the scene usually reports uh, what everybody is speculating, which sometimes uh, it's pre-spun. Uh, so I've seen some stuff that's pre-spun where the uh, where there's maybe the guards that are also blown up, but they wait till they drag them off the uh, pavement. Uh, people in military uniforms in the Middle East, and then they say, well, U.S. just hit a building with a bunch of uh, civilians in it. You know, that's the kind of stuff that uh, just may either enlighten us or work against us, depending on how they filter it. Um, yeah, and I don't think what we will see is uh, a report on that channel from two reporters in the same fucking parking lot. I'm just saying. Hey, it could happen. It's true. Never say never. It, it could, but I just I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying. Just, just <laughs> All right, cool. All right, fuck it, boys. Let's talk some sports, and let's talk Hollywood's favorite team. Let's talk the Jets. Uh, <laughs> J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Wow. What the fuck? If you're Rex Ryan, what the fuck are you thinking? So let's, yeah. let's map this out for, for any ignorant fuck that's listening to our show that doesn't know what we're referring to. Or even ignorant fuck on the show, because we're pretty ignorant fucks. But that's you true. don't know what's going on in this category. 
So you're the head coach of a football team. I am. You haven't decided who your starting quarterback's going to be, and the quarterback is, let's yeah. face it, the most important position on the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have an open quarterback con- competition. You have an individual who has led you to uh, playoff victories, but in the recent years has failed miserably and fallen on his ass uh, with the beloved butt fumble. Right. You have a kid that you drafted uh, with high hopes to replace previous individual and you've got a guy nobody knows about you elect not to start the guy that has led you to playoff wins in light of the kid that you're having high hopes for the kid you're having high hopes for throws one touchdown i think it was two or three interceptions and 100 plus yards and in the third, late third, early fourth quarter, you send in your p- potential starter, and he takes a rocking good hit and now has a shoulder injury in a preseason game. What the fuck are you thinking? Well, here's exactly what went through his mind after he put him in to win the game, because I think this is linked to last year's Giants versus Jets game, and obviously they wanted to win this game. But as soon as Sanchez was down, laying on his on his hurt shoulder, grabbing it, the first thing that went through Rex Ryan's head was one thing. Don't! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Simply that. Yeah. Dude, he deserves to get fired just for this blunder. Uh, you know, it's, it's sheer stupidity. Uh, you don't see other quarterbacks going, starting quarterbacks in preseason going in in the fourth quarter to go win the preseason game. They... Like, really. And then take it to the next step. The press conference after the game was even just as asinine as the decision to put him back in the game. I mean, that was completely and utterly, like, the dumbest press. That wasn't a playoffs or, you know, a a Jenny Green going off. He was just being a total dumb shit uh, during that conference. And, you know, he's probably thinking right now, boy, I sure could use Tim Tebow. Here's the value that Rex Ryan has in this league. He needs to go back to being a defensive coordinator. Great defensive coordinator. And yep. funny guy. I mean, his interviews usually are pretty good, pretty funny, kind of engaging. But uh, just at some point, you're just going, what the fuck did he just say? Are you fucking kidding me? All right. And it took this dude about enough time to drink a cup of coffee uh, between when he said, I'm not going to make any more predictions. Uh, and then when he said, I'm going to, and, and then when he put out the prediction that he's going to win the game, yeah, uh, you know, it's like, who cares about preseason football first and foremost, when it comes down to a win or a loss, now, most teams are just trying to get reps, experience, filter through their teams. Uh, and he truly was going for that win. Like it was his career. Uh, you know, and if, if that's what he was thinking, uh, usually people that are sitting on their heels or, or worried about, uh, you know, getting clipped before the season even starts probably needs to be clipped. Yeah. And I think the other side of it, too, is as a NFL football coach, if you find yourself at the podium after a preseason game, let alone any game, but specifically a preseason game, and you find yourself struggling to come up with a good answer to the question of why did you make this decision, you probably made a bad decision. Because the people that are asking you those questions 
are not being paid millions of dollars to make the decisions that you're being paid to make. And like chaos to what your point is of the interview where he at one point, if I'm not mistaken, turned his back yep. as if to say, you're not in the room anymore. Like, that's a fucking problem. Right. And it totally is. I mean, like, he was seriously having, like, a conversation with himself. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Jesus Christ. Um, and you put your starting quarterback or, or who who's in the lead for your starting quarterback spot in there with your third-string offensive line. What the fuck are you doing, dude? That was, I mean, you're just asking for that to happen. That's the fucking scary thing. All right. Um, and then you guys see this fucking story? I don't know if you saw this or not. Um, and it, I don't know that how, how prevalent it, it, it's been out there, but, uh, who was it? Keith Bullock, I believe who was the, the little linebacker for the fucking Tennessee Titans fucking, uh, robs a fucking cabbie pretty much at gunpoint the other day. Get, no, man. I did not hear that. This shit. Let me see if I can find the goddamn thing. But yeah, I mean, we, what you and I have talked about this a few times, and I think, Gov, we've even, we've all talked about it maybe at one point. That uh, ESPN 30 for 30, the, the, the one, the broke, where it yep. talks about uh, how, you know, they're all go through, so many people go through the league and end up, you know, broke when they come out. But uh, Keith Bullock, he was arrested on a felony robbery charge after a cab driver accused him of taking money during an argument in Nashville, Tennessee, um, early today, I guess it was. I wonder if my ex saw it. She was in Tennessee. Maybe it was she- 100 bucks, dude. Yeah. Either way, I mean, what the, I mean, just, People are fucking stupid, man. Well, that's, uh, like I told you guys earlier, I, I saw the news that C.J. Spiller's step-grandfather yeah. uh, went crazy fucking yesterday but, in the great state of Florida. But didn't you and send the, the picture you sent us in the thread? Wasn't that something about a shooting in Florida? Yes. Was that the same shooting? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, All I know is the state of Florida is fucking stupid. <laughs> Are you going to boycott there from weird news from now on out? I might. I might just shut them down because every week they beg me. They beg me to put them in every week. You're you're preaching the choir. You're talking to a guy who lived there for a little while. I completely agree. Totally fucking agree. Um, Can I make a a statement on the Bullock thing? Please do. So here's the same stupidity that – a lot of these pro players have, and this is post-career. The guy's 36 years old and obviously decides to rob a cab at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But this goes directly in line with all these dudes coming out saying, hey, I'd rather get hit in the head than banged up in the knee. Uh, you know, and it, like Tim Brown, there's a lot of players saying that. Yeah. Uh, this past week and over the weekend uh, after the Dustin Keller thing. And, and here's my, like, short-term memory piece. Didn't we have, like, an NFL great kill himself? Uh, and every bit of it points to all the head injury he had. Yeah, Junior Sam. Yep. You know, so it's sheer stupidity. So I, I believe the bulk of NFL guys likely need, like, a handler. And we're, we're talking about mom style. And not, when I say mom, I'm not talking about mom who – sit there and coddles their kid like they do today. I'm talking about mom that would blister your butt and turn a switch on your ass. Uh, Because these guys are making stupid decisions all the time, and they have zero life skills, even when they're in their mid-fucking-30s. Right. You need a dead Brian entourage. 
<laughs> does he have a curfew this year? He might have. Yeah, I think he's got a curfew still this year. I think he does. He better. He better have one. Is he on your draft? Did you draft him or something? No. No, he better have one anyway. Uh, that guy oh, was better yet if he doesn't. Beast for me last year towards the end of the year. Um, and then Wood, did you? Uh, are you doing okay? Are you Are you ready to sit Godzilla on Tokyo since they just fucking beat Chula Vista in the Little League World Series? <laughs> uh, brought to you by no one. That's, that's, that's my only answer because I didn't was watch Chula, it. Was Chula Vista the the team from California that had all the fucking long haired hippies? Yep. Which yeah, team dude. was it that had forty year olds that looked like they were twelve? I don't know. I what like this year or <clears throat> just in general? I feel like every year during the Little League World Series, there comes a time when they flash across the the four-letter network screen, and you look at them and say, that guy's got a full beard, and he's 12 years old. Yeah. Something's wrong. Dude, here. PEDs in baseball. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's throwing in it. I know Danny something or another. I think that was a New York yeah, and New Jersey say, team. I almost said Amendola, but obviously it's not it, but it was something like that. I remember that kid. He was a pitcher. He was a beast. Danny Amendola was busy being hurt. Yeah, but he's like 21. He was yeah. playing for, like, Cal. I know. I remember that shit, dude. Danny, he's always hurt, Danny Amendola. Are you ready for football, boys? Are you ready? I am. I look at, like, so Matt Flynn, right, gets traded from Seattle to the Raiders. What happens if Terrell Pryor beats him out? Uh, If we could go back two weeks to a radio show that we ourselves recorded when I said, hey, boys, keep an eye on Terrell Pryor. I called you crazy. Because he's going to be the starter. Poor Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn gets a, what was it, a five-year deal he got in Seattle or a three-year deal? It was like some silly money, and he gets benched for Russell Wilson. Right. Seattle wakes up and goes, all right, Russell Wilson clearly is going to be the better option for us. We're going to let you go. We'll trade you to Oakland. Oakland takes over, and then Oakland goes, oh, wait, we've got Terrell Pryor, and mobile quarterbacks seem to be better than white quarterbacks who can't play mobile you're going to sit the bench again. That'd just be an interesting storyline. I mean, I, I mean, I, it's kind of a, it takes the money out of the equation and it's poor Matt Flynn. Put the money in the equation and you're like, well, you got to pay for one game. For the one game he had where he broke what Lambeau's uh, field record for 450 yards passing in the game, and that's the game he got paid on and didn't have to really take another snap. But the, dude, the dude's got a 92 passer rating in the, in, in the league. He's got 141 pass attempts, 87 pass completions, uh, which is running a 62% clip. Uh, his touchdown to interception ratio is phenomenal. You know, it's two to one. Uh, you know, he's not a bad quarterback. And here's what here's what's silly. He was just a seventh round pick out of LSU. So it's it's not like people are out a bunch of money except for the uh, Seattle who decided to sign him with that big contract. Right. He's a good quarterback, and here's what I'll tell you. We'll take him back in Green Bay. Uh, he would be a phenomenal backup for Rodgers. Yeah, Vince uh, Young is a backup. Well, dude, I can tell you, after watching Graham Harrell's the backup, Vince Young just got signed to a contract to see if they're going to replace uh, Graham Harrell, and I think they should based off on Graham Harrell. I thought, maybe I heard good. The guy's The guy's horrible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they said that Vince Young uh, was going to be the backup because they were cutting the cut. I, 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 I seem to remember that in past, you know, I don't remember reading it totally, but it sounds right. What makes me feel comfortable all the time, uh, especially when you have a mobile quarterback and you like the team, is when they have a good backup quarterback. Oh, yeah. And I think Matt Flynn's a solid, 
Like, he can make a career out of being a backup quarterback. I don't think – I think he's the same thing as, like, Matt Castle. Yeah. Matt Castle was a good backup quarterback. They give him the starting job uh, after what's his uh, name. I think his name is Tom Brady gets hurt. Uh, Brady gets hurt. He makes a fucking contract off of it, goes to Kansas City, and he was a bum too. Yeah, which and who may start this year because Christian Ponder is even more of a bum. So, but yeah, I'm just reading right now. Graham Harrell is going to get cut by the Packers, so Vince Young will be the backup. Solid. You got two mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, but yeah, would I'm I'm ready for football. And how'd your uh, fantasy draft go yesterday? Uh, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, C.J. Spiller, Frank Gore, Eli Manning, Julio Jones. Not too bad, not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. Well, got an alert. Uh, Mark Sanchez has a bruised shoulder. So I'm sure Rex Ryan will have a uh, a, uh, a press conference about that. Well, it, bruises, so, there's a song like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so hold on. So let me ask you guys this: then. Is Sanchez gonna be the starter in New York? Uh, I think they would have cut him as soon as they drafted Geno Smith if, if uh, he wasn't gonna be. Yeah, they, they owe him so that big much ticket. money. They yeah. owe him shit. Twelve million dollars this year. It was, but it, I mean, it, I guess what I'm saying is they'll start him like because there was gonna be he if he was on the roster. I think as of August. I want to say August 1st or July 1st, maybe it's July 1st, he got a roster bonus, and they kept him on for that, so I'm sure they're going to keep him as a starter. Yeah, and Geno Smith, I mean, I, I knew he threw for, what, 200 yards and a touchdown the other night, but I'll tell you, three interceptions three and a safety. Yeah, yeah uh, safety. You know, <laughs> three interceptions and a safety doesn't exactly uh, exude confidence. So what is it going to take for Rex Ryan to keep his job this year? Uh, win the Super Bowl. I and I still don't think he keeps it. Like, I've seen them ranked, like, 27th out of 32 teams this, this year. I, I don't see any, any way he can he can keep his, his job. He he has no offensive talent. Well, who's their wide receiver? Antonio Holmes? He's, you know, Dustin Keller's dead. Um, is uh, is that Cotri guy still there or no? <laughs> um, I think he's 42, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's no weapon <laughs> on that team whatsoever. The only reason we're talking Sanchez, who else are we going to talk about on that team? Uh, Let's see. Hold on, hold on. Here's their running back chart. Uh, Chris Ivory, yeah. um, who was like the fourth on the list from the Saints. Right. Uh, yeah, you you wouldn't recognize any name except for San Antonio Holmes as wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are zero names you recognize as the tight end. So I think the the next biggest name we'd recognize is the kicker, Nick Folk from yeah. Dallas. There you go. So uh, that's that's as that's as bad as it gets. And to me, McElroy would be a better quarterback, better better starting quarterback than either of the two in front of him. I mean, and and this could be one of the best things to happen to Rex Ryan because he has no talent on that team. So no, and nobody's expecting anything of that. <clears throat> Yeah, but the thing is, is they do expect because he wants to make predictions every single freaking week. And the problem he has is he took Sanchez as a rookie to the playoffs, I think, three years in a row and won four games uh, off the bat. Uh, And you set people's expectations high. uh, And you can't have two teams in New York be good. Uh, So they're done. Yeah, I – so – I know we've talked a, a little bit, a lot about it, but now that we've seen everything through, 
the preseason games, there's only like one more, maybe two more that matter. Um, have you guys changed your mind on on who you think's coming out of the AFC and who you think's coming out of the NFC, or has anything anything led you to believe any any differences in our opinions from our uh, earlier shows at all so far? Oh, I, I still believe it, you know AFC is it's Houston or Denver. Yeah, uh, NFC. I'm starting to really change my mind on the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, one, one, you can only stay up so long, and you know some of the injuries they've taken uh, concern the hell out of me. Uh, so I, I don't know who it is in the NFC outside the 49ers. I mean, I guess Seattle's there with their defense; they look phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, as Wood and I were talking about earlier today, uh, you know, and their offense looks sick too. But I just, it, it's so unpredictable with the sophomore slump from a quarterback perspective. Yeah, they they, they talked about how with Russell Wilson the last, like, uh, six games of the season, they changed the playbook on him a little bit and did a few things, and that's when he really started blowing up. So they're just to see what he does uh, in a full season this year. And then, you know, if, if they have Percy Harvin for six to eight games, I mean, that's only going to help their offense. But this is the same team that dropped 52 on San Fran that one time, beat him, like, what, 52 to three or something. So they can, they can do damage. Um, you know, and I hate to – drink the Houston Kool-Aid, but I, I, I think I, Houston's coming out of the AFC, but I, I, I now that they're, they're fully healthy on defense, and I know Foster's a little banged up, but I don't know, I just, I, I think if you look at them versus Denver, you know, Denver's obviously got the better quarterback, Denver has a better platoon of receivers, not much better, but better, um, and then, uh, but everywhere else, I think Houston has them beat on the field. Running back, defense, um, coaching's probably about the same. Coaching's probably better in Houston, actually. Yeah, and I agree with that. I mean, uh, I think it goes in line with our previous conversation around. I think Houston's do very similar to what Indy was when they had Peyton. Yeah. I don't think Schaub at 32 years old, even on you know, even in the conversation around you know comparing him to Peyton, but he's he's smart oh, yeah. enough and he's and he's strong enough to do it. And I think they've got it. They shored up their offensive line. Um, you know, well enough to help him out. But here's here's my out of the blue prediction. Cincinnati's gonna surprise people this year. You're in love with Cincinnati. You love Dude, I don't. Back. You you're you're in love with those guys. Dude, I'm just I I mean and I'm impressed with that team. Uh and I thought they were dead uh two years ago when they went through a lot of transition, uh and then Andy Dalton came as the starting quarterback and they made the playoffs. Uh you know, and I thought, and I, I just totally written them off, uh, and I've never really been a fan of them. One, I hate their fucking uniforms. I can't stand watching them on TV. Such a girl. Uh, <laughs> dude, oh, like really fucking tiger print. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, like, uh, dude, girl. You're in the '80s, and those are spandex. It, it might have been sexy, but oh, yeah, it comes down to it, man. It, like it's one of the league's worst uniforms. Uh, so I can't watch them on TV because of it. Uh, but dude, I, I think that they're they're set up to win this year, and I think they're going to be the surprise out of the AFC North. Uh, you know, and they can shock some teams, though they can't ever beat Houston. So no, they can't, and then and they won't again this year. I mean, they got a good defense. They got a you know, I'm interested to see what your rookie running back does, who I'm sure you end up drafting because you'll take him before anybody else. But that may be a good thing. That's what they with Doug Martin last year. Uh, yeah, it it depends on you know where he lands because he's. He's not in the next few rounds, that's for sure. No, I hope not. But you never know. I mean, because there's not really – unless Cook takes them, they could still claim to be a Bengals fan. Who knows? And, but here's the problem. 
half these fuckers just use CBS's auto ranking. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he he's he's sneaking up, and I'll tell you, I I can tell you what round I'm willing to take him in, and if if people are using CBS's auto ranking, he'll be gone before I get him. That's uh, kind of funny. But you know, we'll see what kind of year he has, because they now are they? What do you have them? Fin- I mean, you have them second in the division. No, dude, I have them uh, winning it. You have them winning the division. Yep. <clears throat> That's it. That's a change, but yeah, I have them winning it. All right, you and Scotty have a bet on that. You and no, sorry, Hairpine. Yeah, I don't think Hairpine and even I talked about it. So. Yeah. so, can we get like a documented run of his names and how they've changed throughout the show? Like, I thought sure, that sure, Boys Town, West Covina. West I know, Town, right? But... I thought that my nickname was funny, going from Boys Town to. West Covinas to West Hollywood and all this other bullshit. But to know that he's gone from uh, belligerent. No, no, no. Started with money shot. Oh, no, no. Money shot to belligerent to snowflake to hair pie. <laughs> like, hands down better. Hands down better than my. We're like fucking fifth graders snickering about this. Because I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he knows about the hair pie one yet. He hasn't been on a show. I think we just. I don't know how it even came. I think it just kind of diary of the mouth. It came out on the last show somehow, <laughs> and, and uh, I'm not sure if he's if he listened or not. But he may have no idea that he is now. Hell, why? <laughs> so silly, dude. That's awesome. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. It's like a money shot to the hair pie. Hey, can I bring something up real quick? And, and no, just no, to... no, don't. You're not allowed to. All right, I'll stop. No, would. Wood Wood and Cook are uh, colluding on JV varsity because if you look at their teams, their two running backs look awfully familiar. Yeah. They're yeah. Frank Gore and uh, who's the other one? Spiller. 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 Yeah. Wood, yeah. 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 Are you, Wood, are you still drafting for uh, Mr. Cook? I mean, I he, he did last year. He hasn't He hasn't texted me yet and asked me to do it, but I'm open if he needs me to. <laughs> I'll be I'll be in Vegas that weekend. But you'll be the sticker bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's that's only if I'm getting paid fucking twenty dollars an hour to stand up in front of the the uh the map with all my clothes on like I saw yesterday. Uh for sixty bucks, dude, I'll uh, I'll pay twenty bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey man, those those broads yesterday got like two hundred bills to uh to literally stand in what looked like Business attire with long blonde hair. I can go buy a wig for ten bucks and, and, and wear a business suit. I you guys really give me two hundred bucks. All I saw was the slot. That's all I saw. Dude, by the way, and this is—I know we're not supposed to talk about inside things, but let's just talk about fantasy bets. That's okay. We can talk about fantasy. That's all right. Right. So fantasy bets in general, like. Everybody knows, if they've been listening to our show, we always do the Earl of Sandwich bet, and we also do Jersey bets. Uh, but some of our compadres that are in our league also play in another league, uh, which is our JV league, and there was a slap bet. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, it is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Because <laughs> Trishel took that like a champ. Yeah. And Naso Tan went in for a hug afterwards because he knew he hit him hard. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – that's what's fun about fantasy. Uh, it's it's not about you know in our league it's not even about the cash. It's about the it's about the pride and the championship. 
uh, you know, and all the side bets we do, uh, you know, the renaming of a team, uh, and next year I think it'll be the relogoing and naming of a team. You know, you got to get your league up to that par if you're not already there. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta bring the fun. You can't allow douchebags that don't uh, set their lineups or they draft and then you know, when it come the bye week, they still got their uh, same drafted team uh, set up as the uh, team to play. Well, and Gov, you know, it all starts in one specific area, and that's not having a draft before the third week of the preseason. I agree. You know, uh, we've, we've talked about it a lot. And here's here's my big thing. This is for our league. So, you know, Nick, if you're listening, uh, Nick and Callie, you know, obviously Chaos you play too. Uh, there's risk involved in drafting your fourth-round pick since we do a four-round pre-draft. Uh, you know, so you're, I have to draft my fourth, my fourth round, uh, you know, and it'll be coming probably the next day or two, but I'm done with the person who's drafting in the number one spot when it snakes back to them, having to draft, uh, waiting, waiting to draft until they get to Vegas. So I, I say we lock it in, you know, the, the draft has to occur. Uh, you know, I'm a firm believer in the time draft and we do have a time draft. Uh, I think it's 60 seconds per pick. Uh, so if your research isn't done, uh, you know, the Autobot will pick for you. Yeah, yeah, well, lock that shit in. I got to add to that, right? So, uh, yesterday in the JV League, you got two minutes to make your selection. And uh, it pains me to say that I'm in the JV League and I get that, right? But, like, even in the JV League, you should come to the draft prepared to draft. And if it takes you longer than two minutes to make a selection, there's a problem. And to request the commissioner of your league to suspend play because you have to research an individual, I think the Autobot should draft for you as well. Yeah, man. That's solid. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, dude, that's that's the biggest irritant. You know, uh, if you're playing in, like, there's a PFFL goes out to Vegas every year and does what, you know, they copycat off us. They do what we do. Uh, and if you're doing that kind of shit, uh, where you're having to get a pause, you're weak. Chaos, is that you, brother? Yeah, my sky's being stupid, so I figured I'd call in. So, like, the slap bet, when you were um, talking about, like, you see the footage, and we're lucky to have, like, the guys that we have. Um, and, and, and let's be honest, that was a JV league bet that, um, that, uh, was, was carried out. And so I know we kind of kid about our league and the JV league and all that shit. But I mean, if you don't have the guys that fucking go out there and put themselves out there and take the bet, like a chance, then it's not nearly as fun. If you're betting shit, like, you know, all right, I'll bang your wife on Friday. If you bang my wife on Saturday, that might be fun too. But I mean, that was an, I don't know where that came from. I don't know if it came from a movie and they just had the idea. But there was about three other guys that got slapped too, Nick being one of them. Um, so, I don't know. It's pretty pretty badass. So, if you have that kind of group and that kind of crew, like like we're lucky enough to have, I mean, that's the way to go for sure. That's so fucking sweet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's deep camaraderie. Uh, first and foremost, you know, I'm not going to say our league is incestuous, but we oh, bring friends Stop in. It. You know, yeah. we bring friends in, and, you know, we got Mike who's been out there. I'm not talking about you, Hollywood. I'm talking about the other Mike. 
uh, you got Mike that's been out there for every single Vegas trip uh, that I've been on, uh, you know, and he's not even, I think, I think he's been playing in JV and I obviously do him up uh, pretty soon if you ever wanted to uh, play in the big boys league too. Uh, but that's the camaraderie. I mean, friends become friends. I, I had no idea who Nick and Al and uh, not so tan and nappy and all those guys were except for chaos brought me to them, you know, and, uh, you know, just, you build deep, lasting friendships through a NFL fantasy football league. That is fucking cool. Yeah. I couldn't agree I mean, more. No. I, uh, no, no. I, I, uh, I'm learning and getting to know those guys on a weekly basis. You know, Big Al and I, we spent the entire draft bullshitting on Skype yesterday. I didn't know him two years ago. Yeah, and that's. That, I mean, we had a good time with him in Vegas last year too. So I guess you know that's that's how it's all fucking started. I don't know if I would have taken him as well as Trishel did on that slap bet. I might have had a piss on not fan after that. He fucking. And then when Nick got slapped, I guess like <laughs> the it bottom of base of the palm hit him on. The, yeah, yeah, it just crushed him on the start. Crack, hit him on the chin. So I don't know, but good time. So. Oh. Yeah, Greg, when I have to beat you this year, we'll have to have something other than a slap back because I'm a little bitch. (laughs) 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 Either way. Um, We can have a jerk bet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll take you to the Geisha house in uh, Madison. Is is that a good good spot for a no homo? That's a great spot for a no homo. Uh I don't know. I'm talking I mean, about we pay for of... pay for each other's dirt. There we go. Oh, well, I'm in trouble now. I know this. Um, so, you know, one thing that we do learn in, like, in, in our in our league, Dove, is like, I don't want to start the draft until like the email draft. I, I anymore, I don't think we're going to start until like we should have started it this coming Tuesday. Because really, if we would have done it right. That's when the, after the last preseason game, all the cuts are made, the rosters are set, and really we, should, we shouldn't start it any sooner than that. I think that's what we'll do from now on. But, yeah, we still got another weekend of football, though. No. Rosters are cut uh, Tuesday. Um, there's no well, they, games. They, I don't think that there's no games. Uh, there's no games next week because the first game is Wednesday, the following or Thursday. So they're back. Oh, I thought campaign. I thought we just finished week three, brother. That's what I thought we just went through. Week three, maybe maybe I was just unless it, maybe they're like pitch. on Thursday. No, yeah, boys, Thursday. next week is off. Yeah, oh, that's solid. Next, next week everybody's off because uh, you get one week off between preseason and uh, regular season kickoff. Yeah, and, and here's where I agree with it. You know, obviously we do this email draft because NFL decided to start having Thursday games. Uh, right. Yeah, and I like it. I, I like that we get the first four rounds knocked out. Uh, you may not have been on the call. I still think the uh, 48th pick should be picked prior to uh, going to Vegas. Uh, shouldn't hang, so they don't get to do back-to-backs in Vegas to start off the draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Close, when it co- close out the fourth round is what you're saying? Close it out and, and yeah. start the fifth round in Vegas? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know, and I've seen that happen a couple years. Uh, where the where the person just waited, uh, but here's what I'll say: the our our email draft, dude, we can knock it out in three days easy. So even if we didn't start it until the the Thursday or Friday before, 
uh, we go out there. So, uh, you know, this upcoming Thursday or Friday, if you want to have reference point or contest, uh, right. Yeah, that would be more than appropriate because we'd knock it out and people would have urgency to get it done too. Uh, though a lot of people do travel over Labor Day weekend so you can get some hangups. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's, you know, people like Scotty who have their drafts the first day of the first preseason game. Poor guy. Well, didn't his first draft actually start like April 15th? <laughs> it may have. It may I have. thought it was the day after the real draft. Yeah, uh, they had to, they had to, they had to select draft. their keepers. They had to select yeah. the keepers. That was yeah. the silliest thing ever. Did they really have to do that? I wish he was on the call, but I really think it was that early. Oh, yeah, that's... so right after the real draft, they have to select their keepers uh, or lock in their keepers, and then they can do the rest. And there's so many decisions that happen with keepers. Even if they're a star player, which is who you're going to have as a keeper, there's so many things that can happen between April 15th and August 15th. The only time that makes sense is if you're doing a dynasty league and you're selecting a 53-man roster or something like that. And then when drafts start, when when the NFL draft starts, you get to go through a whole like 12 rounds of drafts and then get a 73-man roster again. If you're going to be like the NFL, then have the roster limits and individual players like the NFL does. But what he did, I mean, that's just ridiculous the way that league is. That's got to be the dumbest league I've ever heard about in my life. And first and foremost, there, he's still got to drive to yet to do this fucking draft, or he has to do it through their stupid-ass system. So, uh, yeah. hair pie, snowflake, belligerent, uh, money shot, whatever you want to go by, drop that fucking league. Get uh, out. You got to find a better one. Yeah. That's the worst. Like, really, you could do a public league in ESPN, and it would be ran better than that fucking thing. No, no, no. Uh, so what? Um, how are your Colts? Your Colts? Your Colts looking okay, buddy? Yeah, man, they're looking really good. Andrew Luck looks solid. Uh, I think the offensive line looks better than I thought they were going to look. Um, you know, defensively, <laughs> they it's it's a giant question mark defensively. Uh, that I think it was yesterday they played Cleveland. They held Cleveland to six points, uh, but it's Cleveland, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I think until – right, and if you can shut down that guy for Cleveland, I don't know that Cleveland offensively can really give you much. But, uh, you know, offensively for the Colts, I think they look great. I think they look as good as they did last year. I think this year you'll see more double tight end sets, which is going to be better protection for Luck. Um, so I think Luck will have a great year. I don't think he'll have the sophomore slump that we typically tend to see. Uh, and then you know the Colts will they'll be right there. I think they're they're easily a, a ten win a ten win team. So, uh, well, anything I'm missing, guys? Wow, I missed anything big in sports that uh, that, that we haven't hit on? Yeah, anything in fantasy brother. I'm missing? You, no, US USC quarterback gets picked up by the Bills. Matt Liner. Uh, yeah, brother. Right? So uh, yeah. So is the EJ Manuel? small little procedure on his knee bigger than we all thought. I think so. If they're picking up Matt Leonard or, or anybody, because, uh, well, in the Kevin Cobb thing, right? So, what, I mean, is he dead? What's going on with Cobb? I forget. It's concussion, brother. So, his, yeah. his typical yeah. issue. Yeah. You know, so, so, when you when you look at when you look at Cobb, Cobb was the, he was McNabb's backup, 
He looked good. Mm-hmm. Got a starting job. Uh, lost his starting job by having a concussion because uh, then Michael Vick came in and l- looked world-class like he always did. Uh, Cobb goes to – oh, it just came out. Quarterback Kevin Cobb suffers serious concussion. So he's probably yeah. down. He, yeah. He's a vegetable in the hospital right now. It's going all um, all to the kids. Yeah. So, so Matt Leiner, you know, the king of the hot tub, at least in Buffalo he has a reason to be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they do with those you, you know what they do. Well, I mean, at least Matt Leinart was banging Alyssa Milano. You have that, at least. I mean, as opposed to, you know, Mark Sanchez. He's like just 42. Around Good for his, him, man. Oh, dude, when he was in college, that's who he was banging. I mean, so that was, what, six, seven years ago? Whatever, however long it was ago? And she, oh, still smoking. Um, and then Mark Sanchez just gets busted. What was he doing, Hollywood? Running around his house naked or something like that? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He was definitely shirtless. And I know he had, I think, 12-year-old girls drinking bottles of wine on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I know you're the resident expert on this. That's why I had to defer to you. Sorry. I mean, I if, if it's a situation where I can make fun of Mark Sanchez, I'm going to take advantage of it. Uh, and, and, and if it happens to be a, I was going to say, if it happens to be a situation where he's doing what I like to do, which is run around naked with 12-year-old girls, who am I to judge? Uh, you know, so. Way to own it. I was hoping you'd project it on a cook a little more, but way to own it. Well, I mean, I learned everything I know about 12-year-olds from a cook. So... I, I I don't know, man. I, I'd hate to project too much of it onto him because, as, as all great teachers hope, they aspire to have their students be better than they are. So right. So you're right. a better pedophile than cook. Well, if well. he is the master pedophile and I can be anywhere close to him, I I I, I think I've taken it too far. Whoa, whoa, whoa. put yeah. your mouth removed. I've, I've taken it too far. I love how you own it, though. And it's, of course, whenever I hear the word pedophile, it goes back to the disclaimer. It's hard to say pedophile with dick in your mouth. Okay. Anyway. Hey. Um, so speaking of speaking of injuries, I, and I hate to shift. I, I hate to <laughs> shift real you, quick. But good thing you didn't roll with. Good thing you didn't roll with. Speaking of pedophiles, I'm glad you went with speaking of injuries. <laughs> well, you know, we're talking about Sanchez and the shoulder and, and, and him being a pedophile, but. Uh, right. You know, Gov. This question's more projected towards you. Did you watch any of Tiger's play today? Uh, I did not watch any Tigers play today. I was driving for seven and a half hours. So Tiger Woods finishes second. Um, Adam Scott, yep. Behind Adam Scott. There was a, uh, I was sitting at the bar in the hotel. I don't remember what hole it was on. I think it was 16 maybe. He takes a good cut. I think it was the second shot, and he drops to his knees. Now, there is no report that he was hurt. There is no report that he twisted or tweaked anything or that he is injured. Um, do you think that we will see an injury surface after the fact? And do you think that the media, not ourselves included, will say that, oh, that's why he couldn't pull it off and take first place? Uh, yes, but here's the truth behind the story. He doesn't want to play golf for the rest of the year. He wants to go bang Lindsey Vaughn. So, I would too. Uh, I would yeah, he, he he may have been faking that injury a little bit. Not that Tiger fakes anything, but uh, he he just doesn't want to play golf anymore uh, for the rest of the year. Take 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 some time off. Uh, go work on the swing. Uh, I don't think he's uh, drastically hurt. Uh, if he is, 
slightly tweaked or not. Uh, maybe he's twerked. I don't know if you've seen some videos on twerking or not, but I'm sure Lindy Vaughn has skills. Uh, but when it comes down, yeah, oh yeah, uh, with that booty, you got to be able to twerk it. Uh, no, dude, he was in the hunt. Obviously, he's still got enough dough for the year. He's still number one. Uh, you know, this is a good way to just uh, close it off and uh, go rehab somewhere like in San Tropez. With Jay-Z. No, I'm pretty sure the only. I'm sure the only person faking anything in that relationship is Lindsey Vaughn, so um, I'm sure Tiger's just fine. All right. All right Talk yeah. Chaos, did, all you, did, did you see any of the Tiger shots? No, no. And, um, I, I mean, all I saw is that he was doing well in the tournament. Um, people were saying, you know, he shot like a I don't know, 66, I think, the other day, and then just crumbled. Well, dude, it was a, you know, you got to understand how he started off the tournament. Uh, he wasn't even on the leaderboard, so the fact that he was finished, still finished at 10 under, it's a, it's a solid go at it. Isn't that the epitome of, epitome of Tiger now, though? He'll have a great round. No. Nah. Well, no, so on day two is when he didn't get to finish. It got dark, so he had to go back out the next morning. Uh, was not on the leaderboard even after just finishing a shortened day. Which is not Tiger. Tiger usually starts off day one and day two and plays well enough to make the cut. And then on Saturday, he it's moving day. Uh, that's usually where he blows up. Uh, well, even today, he played well. I mean, like, yeah, it, it, it seems... Tiger's MO is normally to get out in front and hope that uh, nobody catches him. So it was kind of nice to see him play tough on a Sunday. Hell yeah. yeah I, and by the I, way, Adam, Adam Scott should not have won. That fucking putter he uses is illegal. Oh, the not, the not until next year, bro. <laughs> but dude, it's so ridiculous that you can use an anchor putter, and I've I've thought that for the last five years, uh, and I re- I've always refused to get either a chest or a belly putter because you are anchoring it against your body, which gives you an unfair advantage when you think about a fulcrum or a, a movement. Uh, and I, dude, I'm not I'm not like a scratch golfer, uh, but when it comes down to it. I still like to play and have pride in what I do. Uh, and, yes, you're dropping putts left and right because you've got this putter anchored against your body. That's just bullshit. I'm glad the PGA finally did something about it. Yeah. That's next year, Wood. That's when that goes into effect. It's either next year or the year after. I don't remember. It might be 2016, actually. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, um, I think if we're on the golf trail, we've pretty much done what we can do with sports. Let's get to your weird news, bro. I'm a guy. And football players pretend they live in a box. I'm saying it right now. Peyton Manning looks fucking good. Oh, goody! One's using, maybe one was using, and now he's not. Perturbed and frustrated. You can't accept it. Can I argue and complain about whoever the fuck dresses Craig Seeger? Jojo, the idiot circus boy. (laughs) All right, so... Normally, I look for for great titles of articles that jump out at me, and and that's what catches my eye, and that's what gets me excited to read the uh, the weird news that I come across. And while I'm scanning the uh, the interwebs looking for tonight's news, I couldn't help but stumble across something that I found so unique uh, from an international perspective that I just had to share it with our listeners this evening. Tonight's news comes to us from Australia, and 
you know, sometimes when people give you advice, I, I guess this story just goes to show that you should fucking take it. And I read, Croc victim Sean Cole's body found in Mary River. The body of 26-year-old man attacked by a crocodile in the Northern Territory has been found in the Mary River. Police recovered the body early this morning in an area where he was last seen. Sean Cole, an IT worker from Darwin, had been celebrating a friend's 30th birthday on Saturday at the Mary River Wilderness Retreat, about halfway between Darwin and Kakadu National Park, when he was snatched by the five-meter-long saltwater crocodile. Holy shit. He was one of... He was one of two male partygoers swimming across the muddy river about 3 p.m. They ignored the signs and verbal warnings from retreat staff. This is no place to swim. The crocodile was waiting for Mr. Cole, and his friend watched helplessly from the bank as it grabbed him between its jaws and dragged him under the surface about 4 p.m. on Saturday. Mr. Cole's male, excuse me, Mr. Cole's mate made it safely back to the bank where his friends had gathered for the birthday party at the resort, halfway between Darwin and Kakadu National Park. On Sunday afternoon, they were still watching hopelessly as police dragged the river in search of his remains. Mr. Cole's parents and sister arrived from their home in Catherine, where he grew up. It was a four-hour drive during which they had to comprehend the tragedy and confront the inevitability that he was dead. Thoughts and prayers were with his family, a resort manager said. Mrs. Bayard said the group had received the same spile that was delivered to all guests. Quote, when you get here, you are told there are crocs. The river is full of them. Don't swim. Stay at least five meters back from the river. If people follow that advice, it is entirely safe. We have never had an attack before this. End quote. Police shot a large crocodile lurking nearby, unlikely to be the one involved in the attack, to ensure the temperature... <coughs> Territorial reptile did not endanger searchers. When people are taken into billabongs, police sometimes shoot a croc so it can be cut open to search for the victim. That would be pointless in Mary River, where many hundreds of crocodiles pass up and down the waterway, Senior Sergeant Jeff Barnett at the Darwin Police said. This river has the highest density of saltwater crocodiles in the world. Police thanked members of the public and the staff for Mary River Wilderness Retreat for their help during the search. Our thoughts are with the family during this very difficult time. The search involved the Water Police, Territory Response Group, Parks and Wildlife, and the Northern Territory Emergency Service. A report will now be prepared for the coroner. Seriously? Dude, when it comes down to it, the most appropriate part of that story is the dude is from Darwin. And if we don't know anything about Darwin, it's it's Darwin is like the guy of natural selection and survival of the fittest. This dude's an oh, idiot. Shit. Uh, I didn't even take off on that grade. It's like it all. No man. So, I dude, as a runner, we used to go on this uh, 15 mile trek, uh, and basically what it was, you know, we 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 had a, a limited time frame to get it done. So it, there was a there was an area of this run because it was called the three legged dog run. We yeah. would run together, uh, only to understand that one of us was going to get bit. When you're swimming across the largest population of saltwater crocodiles in a river, yeah, you, yeah. make sure you're swimming with somebody you can outswim. 
Yeah, yeah. Five meter that's, long. That's natural cross. selection right there. Jesus. Think of that. You said you, got well, it. you said five five meter long cross. Wait, is that what you said? Sixteen and a half feet. Oh yeah. Dude, that is a huge fucking. I mean, that's no bullshit, man. I mean, that's. Hey, I know. Like when we grew up, everyone thinks they're invincible. Oh, that's never gonna happen to me. Oh, you know, I can do whatever. That's just like stupidity at its finest. I mean, why even? Like we gamble, gov. We gamble wood, and, and we take educated guesses, educated, I don't know, information. Go out there and throw some money on the table and see what happens. I don't think I've ever thrown my fucking life on the line when somebody turns to me and says, "You may not want to go in the water because of the crops." There's no fucking advantage to making or taking that bet. Well, <laughs> no, I'll tell you, shit. as as a triathlete who who participates in open water swims. Rule number one, know what you're swimming with. Whether it be the idiot that's going to punch you in the face that's competing in the race next to you, or, to your point, Chaos, a five-meter fucking crocodile. The the dude should have never gotten in the water. I'll tell you from a guy who sits on his couch and scratches his nuts, that's not a good thing to do, much less as a fucking guy who swam in the water or used to (laughs) surf. Fuck that. That's just a dumb fucking thing to do. That... Is a DMAF in my fucking book? Jesus, dude. If we're if we're talking sports movies, you know, after watching Happy Gilmore, uh, right, and then other movies <laughs> like Crocodile Dundee one and two, I know better right. than to hop in a fucking river where there might be uh, right. crocodiles in, it. and right. it doesn't take a fucking brain surgeon to figure that one out. Bro, take a look at when animals attack or river monsters, and stay the fuck away from them. I mean, I. The, the worst experience I had when I was surfing was fucking dorsal fins popping up around me. I shit myself. It was warm. It was nice. And it was dolphins. Okay? Jeez. Now that's why you don't wear underwear. I understand. That makes so hey, much sense. It just slides right down the leg. No big deal. <laughs> Nothing to keep it, it in makes the board slippery, though. It does. All right. Good news, Hollywood. Good fucking news. Uh, Wood, you got final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I, I would like to take a moment to remind everyone that it is Blue Awareness Month. Uh, we stare because we care. And if you see a pair that uh, that you enjoy, uh, make sure you say thank you. Because uh, as it is every month, this month specifically, it's Blue Awareness Month. Uh, and, and finally, everyone, please do me a huge favor and go skydiving. Got it. Yeah, so uh, I just want to give a, a slight shout-out. As we're entering wedding season, I just finished my uh, first major wedding of the year. Uh, and the best part about it was this college friend, this is the guy that got me into sports betting. Uh, he's the king of spreadsheets, uh, gave me, like, some fantastic formula that made me quite a bit of money uh, in, my, in the early 2000s, utilizing to make the proper bet. Uh, so... Much love to Kesh and Michelle. Uh, thank you for the fantastic night. Uh, but damn it, once you get hooked on sports betting, you can't stop. It's such a good time. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did say crack is the most addictive thing or mess or whatever. Fuck, you know, make a couple of bets. Win at a couple of bets and it's over. Uh, sweet. Uh, football season's here. Um, we all have a lot of uh, – Gambling and bullshit we're going to fucking take care of over the next couple of weeks. Um, 
One thing that I, I, I've never understood is when I talk to people, like I had a, a guy at, at work the other day who said fantasy football is kind of my thing. And that, that was that was some direct things. Like, yeah, I'm pretty good at it. And then he told me who he drafted and where I wanted to shit on his forehead. Um, and he's never been to Vegas before. I don't understand people who have some sort of football, I don't know, uh, pandemonium to them and have never been to Las Vegas during football season. <laughs> Especially, I mean, I, I can remember, like, one of the first times I was there, I sat in the sports book all day long and I could still fucking do that, much less you throw in your boys and have a whole weekend out of it like we do every year, and you're missing out on one of the best things you could possibly do in your life. So don't ever say, like, football or fantasy football is my thing, your thing and you've never fucking been to Vegas during football season. Because it it's not your thing, man. It's just something that you saw on TV that you enjoy, that you get a fucking magazine on, and you fucking play fantasy football against seven retards that happen to win the league. doesn't mean it's your fucking thing. It means you're the fucking smartest kid in the dumbest pool. So shut the fuck up, get to Vegas, and man up. That's, that's, that's my thought. So, um, which I believe... We'll probably be doing a show from Vegas, so you guys will get to hear that in a couple weeks. But the three of us will be there, and I imagine we'll have quite a few other special guests when we're running as long as the Internet can support it, but I think we'll be fine. Um, anything else, fellas? No, bro, I think we're good. All right. Well, other than that, thank you all for listening. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> you got it. Go ahead. We want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. This is going to be one fucked up podcast. And we've got players now coming up limp. AP in football. This is a guy who's broken down. You don't know the power of the dark side. I believe in karma, man. Seriously? You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on grandpa's old cough medicine? Oh, Rondo just got ejected. Seriously? I'm talking about the the, the pre-intercourse. There's still maybe some titties. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That was a freak day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.